This movie could have been great. Instead, it's a collection of offensive stereotypes. Today, I'm talking about Incident in a Ghost Land. This is Scott's Up and Dog Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about a film called Incident in a Ghostland, uh, a movie that I came across via the streaming service Shudder. It had middling reviews, but I thought I would give it a shot, and I was horribly disappointed by it, and I wanted to get into why. Um, I was disappointed for a couple of reasons. The first is that it had a good idea that I'm going to spoil, and the second was that it leaned into a bunch of awful stereotypes, which I'll address as well. So, if you want to hear me rant about why a movie should be better, let's get started. So I'm a sucker for a novel idea. Any idea that livens up a familiar genre can be enough to take an average horror movie or thriller and turn it into a genre classic. The heroine of your next, Get Out's Sunken Place. Things that immediately turn a genre and its intended audience on its head. An incident at ghost, in a ghost land seemed destined for greatness with a great twist on a familiar genre until it was overwhelmed by a barrage of ugly tropes. The movie opens with a single mother named Pauline moving her two daughters, Beth and Vera, into their recently deceased aunt's home. Though neither girl is thrilled about moving away, the experience turns from bad to worse when the girls are attacked by two vicious sadists who briefly capture and assault Vera and grievously wound Pauline. Years later, Beth, now a married and successful horror author, author comes back to said house where her traumatized sister and mother have been attempting to get by, but the cast past keeps coming back. I'm going to spoil this movie from the jump for two reasons. The first is the biggest spoiler in this movie is also its best idea and explains why the other elements are so disappointing. The second is this movie is pretty bad. It has a great idea that it wastes under a barrage of damaging horror movie tropes that were out of favor 10 years ago, let alone three years ago. The main twist in Ghostland is a pretty good one. About halfway through the movie, Beth makes a startling discovery. Her entire life as a wife, mother, and writer is all a fantasy. It's a world she created to avoid the trauma of her capture and abuse and the murder of her mother. And I really liked this idea within the context of the movie. There are plenty of hints, including very stilted dialogue in her fantasy adult world, and comments from Vera about how Beth could imagine entire worlds or interviews, both sides of them, of when she was a famous author before everything happens. And it's telling that said fantasy breaks down when it meets with reality, or how even a fantasy like this would typically break down. The logic just crumbles. But... Ideally, Beth could use this fantasy world or ability to make herself into who she needs to be to save herself and her sister. Her imagination could be her salvation versus a coping mechanism. Unfortunately, that's not the direction the film goes. Instead, it leans into the standard French extremism and a barrage of ugly tropes. And I think I might know where they come from. For those of you who may not know, French extremism is a term aimed at a series of extremely violent and gory horror films from French directors that came to prominence in the early to mid-2000s. They were intentionally provocative and over-the-top and used violence to hammer their points home. Said films include movie like, movies like Martyrs and High Tension. And wouldn't you know it, our director Pascal 
Langier directed murders. So it's not surprising that he decided to strip away the, this idea and emphasize a series of violent assaults, but it is disappointing. And then we get to the villains who are offensive. There's no other way to put it. They are offensive. The most physically imposing villain is a giant man who behaves like a sexually abusive infant. He does not speak actual words and instead grunts and squeals throughout the entire film and lifts up the girls to, fair warning here, smell between their legs. The strong giant with a cognitive disability is one of horror's oldest and ugliest tropes, and is honestly horrifying for all the wrong reasons. It's horrifying because Langier put it on screen and didn't seem to think twice. The second villain is just as bad. It's a trans woman. Because apparently they don't have it hard enough, or someone had their head in the sand about this. They are an inexplicably malicious trans woman literally driving a candy truck whom the heroes call a man. And seriously, fuck all of this. This is lazy, hateful shit people worth their salt should avoid. And it doesn't stop there. Apparently during filming, one of the actors was told to bang their fist against a glass window by the director, and that it was safe to do so. But clearly it wasn't because the actor, Taylor Hickson, shattered the window, fell on the glass, and got a severe cut on her face that required 70 stitches. The film production company pleaded guilty to negligence for it. So yeah, fuck the Longier and this movie. He clearly doesn't care about the damage he may cause on his set or with his art, so don't watch this. But I also think I might know where this comes from. The film makes countless, and I do mean countless, references to Howard Phillips Lovecraft, H.P. Lovecraft, the, or, the progenitor of cosmic horror. While there's this own set of irony that a movie, <laughs> that a movie references H.P. Lovecraft so much and yet has no regard for his actual style, it is very telling that Langier has seemed to adopt Lovecraft's most telling aspect, personal aspect about himself, his intolerance. As most people will tell you, Lovecraft's cosmic horror origins are solid, but the language and description he used demonstrates a incalculable level of, <laughs> of xenophobia, racism, misogyny, anti-Semitism, and beyond. So, yeah. Forget this movie, don't watch it, and I think I've given you enough reasons why. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Stay safe, everybody, and I'll catch you next time.